everybody, this is Mike Van Meter, and welcome to the uh, Recovery is Possible podcast. And I want to thank you for joining me, and you can reach us at our Facebook site, which is also called Recovery is Possible, or our website, which is vanmeterwellnesssolutions.com. And this podcast exists to educate the public about addiction, remove the stigma associated with addiction, and offer help and support to those suffering from addiction. And this episode is brought to you by FHE Health a substance abuse and mental health treatment center specializing in treatment for first responders' needs, including PTSD, anxiety, and substance use. So take the first steps to a better life today by visiting FHEHealth.com, FHEHealth.com. And by the way, they have programs not just for first responders, but for everybody out there that has an addiction or PTSD issue that needs to be addressed. So check them out. Really great people, and I know that you will be impressed with the work that they do because I certainly am. So folks, you know, today I want to talk to you about online versus in-person meetings, online versus in-person meetings. And the reason why I want to talk about this is because this has really come to the forefront um, in the COVID era in the last couple of years where, you know, prior to COVID occurring, AA meetings and all other 12-step meetings for that matter, not just AA meetings, Al-Anon, GA Anon, SA Anon, all kinds of different uh, meetings were only held in person. And this is the first time in history that I'm aware of where meetings were actually shut down. And this was devastating to the recovery community. And I can tell you that as the years go on and researchers go back and look at at this period of history, we're going to find that there was just a tremendous amount of damage done to the community as a result of shutting down these meetings and You know, ironically, liquor stores were kept open across the country, but yet AA meetings were shut down. And and that'll be another issue for another day, another topic for another day. But I'm just telling you that I know that researchers down the road are going to look at this and it's going to be a very, very dark time indeed. But going back to the topic for today, the topic is online versus in-person meetings, because the one thing that COVID did was uh, introduce a lot of us to Zoom, WebEx, Uh, FaceTime, all these different technologies that were there before, but many of us, I know I certainly was not aware of or was aware of it, but didn't utilize it. I just didn't need to because we everything was done in person. And this was the first time in history where that could not happen. And initially, I know the meetings that I was going to it just it didn't happen. There just were no meetings whatsoever. So that disrupted your program. And then uh, this thing called Zoom started to happen and where, you know, where people could go in and they could get on to these online meetings, which was a vast improvement from what we had before. Because I do want to say that but prior to the Zoom meetings, there actually were online 12-step meetings, but they were very clunky. They were very awkward. You would have to get online and you it would be more, it was more of a chat room where uh, everything was on writing. So you would be looking at the screen. Somebody would write uh, the, their message. They would do the preamble. They would the, start the meeting. They would talk about what the topic was going to be about. And then people would respond to that in writing. And so if somebody asked a question or if somebody wanted to share, then you'd have to read all this text and then respond to that. Just very, very clunky. I, I never liked that. Uh, there were a lot of people that utilized that method. That was not something that that I liked. That was not something that I wanted to utilize. And so I, I didn't. And I, I didn't need to because there were online meetings where you could go in, in person. So that was the way that it was done. And then after COVID, 
Of course, Zoom came out, and then you had that video capability. And this is what all of the meetings that I attended started to do. So you would have, it would just be like being in an in-person meeting, only you now would have the chair come on. Somebody would let you into the meeting. They would chair the meeting. And then, uh, depending on the format, you would continue on from there. And really good, really useful, uh, absolutely served the interests of people within the program for what we were facing at the time. Now, the advantage for me, what I really did like about it is I could attend not only meetings around the United States, but attend meetings in other countries. For example, I have attended a couple of different meetings in uh, the United Kingdom, um, uh, down in Australia, and some other countries as well. And that's that's a neat thing because you get to see other people see the problems. You know, you hear about issues in different countries. A lot of these meetings are run slightly different than the meetings here in the United States, and it's really good to see that. And uh, you you get to meet people from all over the country as well, and that is fantastic. But, 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 what you were lacking was that face-to-face contact and that before the meeting, after the meeting contact. And those of you that have gone to meetings uh, – know what I'm talking about, that much of the connection, the social interaction occurred before and after the meeting. That's where you really get to know people. That's where you meet sponsors. That's where you help uh, individual members of the meetings that are struggling. And you have those one-on-one conversations, which you're not going to have in the meeting. And that certainly is is lacking. And again, we did what we had to do during COVID, but now a couple of years later, and the vast majority of the people are vaccinated, or let me just clarify and say those that are going to get vaccinated, have been vaccinated. For the those that aren't, uh, it's not like they're waking up one day and turning on the tele- television and saying, oh, look, honey, they've created a vaccine. I think we should get it. Uh, it doesn't work that way. There's no one that doesn't know about the vaccine. Uh, if you don't have it at this point, it's because you chose not to get it, but it is what it is. Now, w- the question then is, what do we do now that meetings are opening back up? Right, airlines have removed the mask mandate. Most workplaces have. In fact, outside of the Washington D.C. area, I see the vast majority of people aren't wearing masks, and they've gone back to life as normal. So, what do you do now? Well, that's a dilemma that a lot of meetings are facing. Do we stay Zoom only? Do we go in person only? Are we going to be hybrid? How are we going to run the meetings? And and if the meetings are open, are you going to go to those meetings? And those are good questions to have, and I'm not someone that's going to make that decision for you. I'm not going to judge you either way. Uh, it, it's We all have to make our own decisions. But I do want to throw out the, today, and that's the topic of today, is the pros and the cons of both types of meetings. And then we'll talk about you know what you should do in order to make your decision. Now, I, I, I talked about the history of AA as far as always being in person. That was the hallmark of AA and other 12-step meetings is that you would meet people in person and you could participate in what we call the fellowship. 
Now, what do we mean by the fellowship? The fellowship is that you are with other people that are suffering from the same addiction that you have, and you fellowship with them, and you can share your experience, strength, and hope, and share how you got well. And that's the important thing for the new folks that come into the program is, A, demonstrate that it can be done, and then along with that, demonstrate how it can be done and help them along to do that. Now, again, in meetings, you hear a lot of information. You may learn about the steps, you may learn about the literature, learn about the big book and uh, hear other people's stories. But the real work in recovery is actually done outside of the rooms. And that's why I'm, what I'm going to address when I talk about the in-person part of it and the advantages uh, that that uh, provides for folks. But We did have to create online meetings, and they served their purpose, or at least did so. uh, We we were doing the best that we could with what we had, with what we were faced with. And I will give the entire program of recovery kudos for that because it it showed an immense amount of resiliency and adaptability to a situation that none of us asked for. We didn't create it. There was nothing that we could do. Uh, you know, like they say in Alon, you didn't, you didn't create, you can't cure it. You didn't create it. You can't cure it. You didn't cause it, but you sure can, can contribute to the problem. So we looked at this. We realized that we uh, didn't do this. We didn't create this situation. And um, instead of contributing to the problem, we were going to try to come up with some solution. And, and that was really, really good. So, since we had to do that, let's talk about some of the pros of having an online meeting. Well, you know, if you're immunocompromised, obviously uh, you can you can have access to a twelve step meeting and uh, not be at risk for that. And there are certainly people that are high risk. You know, people that are morbidly obese, people that have uh, uh, immunocompromisation. Uh, they your your system just can't handle uh, having the virus. And it puts you at risk, and nobody wants that to, to happen. Or, along with that, maybe you are living with someone that is in um, one of these categories. You know, immunocompromised, or they're elderly, or they have some other condition that makes that very dangerous for them to be exposed to somebody that has uh, COVID or any other disease, for that matter. So that's an advantage to it. Uh, it's more accessible for people with um, certain disabilities, and you can attend. You can attend without any sort of barriers. Now. I, I can tell you, I don't know that that was ever an issue at any in-person meeting uh, that I went to. I know that every meeting I went to was very, very sensitive to this topic and made every effort that they could to help anyone that had any sort of disability to get into the meeting. To include, I've been to meetings that had uh, people that could interpret through sign language. There's also meetings with uh, spoken in different various languages. So very sensitive to that. So I don't know that that was always ever an issue, but if it is an issue for you, that's an advantage to an online meeting. People that work various area off hours, you know, people that do shift work, police officers, nurses, firefighters, EMTs, uh, military people, if, or maybe you're traveling overseas and you want to attend a meeting in the United States and it's at a certain time, but you're in a different time zone, that is helpful. So that is an advantage that you can travel, and I've done that. You know, I've been on the road before for work, and I've traveled around the country, and I still wanted to be at my home group meeting or some other meeting, and I was still able to attend. That's probably the biggest advantage for me is the fact that I can attend a meeting 
in another state, one of my regular meetings, and I'm in another state traveling, and I can still get there. Or if I'm sick, not even just with COVID, but I mean just sick, period. It used to be if you were sick, you weren't attending a meeting, but now you can by doing that online, and that's that's fantastic. I talked about having a community of people all over the world, and that's very interesting and helpful. Now, what I have been doing is taking those types of meetings meetings, and adding them to the repertoire of my local meetings, the meetings I go to in person. I'm not replacing my normal meetings with overseas meetings, but I'm adding to them. And it's, it is interesting just to hear how you, you get the different perspectives from people around the country, around the world, rather. And they're more convenient. It just, so no matter where you are, you can have access to them as long as you have access to the internet. You can be in your car and listen to it. I wouldn't recommend doing the video, but you can listen to it in the car. And uh, if so if you're running someplace or, you know, again, in the old days when you're going in person, if you were late, maybe you just weren't going to go to the meeting. But now you can. You can listen to it as long as you have the internet. Now, there is also the possibility of having more anonymity at an online meeting, meaning if you're attending a meeting that is in a, another state uh, on the other side of the world, of course, you're not going to run into anyone that you know. So if that's an issue for you, then that's an option. And that's usually a consideration for people that are in early, early recovery. You know, we all come in, we've all come into the program and we've wondered, you know, what will people think? What if I see someone I know? What, I, I don't want that to happen. You know, for a lot of police officers I work with, you know, what if I go to a meeting where I've see somebody that I've arrested and now they're seeing me at the meeting and it's embarrassing or maybe they feel that it's a security risk. Whatever whatever your reason may be, an online meeting is a good option for you because you can go to the meeting in another state and it's the likelihood of anybody recognizing you is infinitesimally small. So that might be something that you want to consider. Now, of course, I've always said, and you've heard me say this before in this podcast, that as time goes along, those considerations actually become less and less because you'll learn in recovery that if you see someone in a meeting and they recognize you, remember, we're all at the same meeting and they're there for the same reason that you are. So they're going to be abiding by the same standards that you do as far as the the spiritual tradition of anonymity. I, I've not seen that violated, but again, if it's a concern for you, if that's just something that you just can't get over, then this is a good, very good option for you on the, in, uh, the online side. So let's talk about the in-person meetings. You know, why is that important? Well, that's first and foremost, you develop relationships with the in-person meetings. Remember, addiction is isolation and recovery is community. Let me say that again. Addiction is isolation and recovery is community. There is just something about being in person and seeing the people that you're with, the nonverbal communications, the sidebar conversations, the ability to ask a question, being there, looking into their eyes, And if you think that that doesn't matter, well, then think about the educational system in the United States and worldwide, for that matter, during these lockdowns. It's indisputable, indisputable that our children have suffered because they've been learning online. How many of you look at online college degrees? 
the same way that you do in-person college degrees. I mean, face it, a lot of people don't look at going to college online as being quite the same as going to college in person. Now, I'm not here to say whether that's a good or a bad thing. I'm just telling you, I know that that's, that's how people feel about it. They don't, they don't really look at doing things online as being as rigorous as doing it in person. Well, the same thing applies with AA. There's just something about being in that meeting, being present, taking the effort to get there, spending the time. Uh, most of us aren't going to be on our phone or distracted by something else. You're going to be more likely to pay attention to what is going on inside that meeting if you are there in per- person. And, uh, you know, it's easier to stay focused and engaged in the conversation that's going on. You know, how many of you, and, I, and I'll raise my hand too in this because I, I know I do this, when you're on an online meeting, a Zoom meeting or a WebEx meeting, how many of you are actually reading other things, reading the internet, checking your emails, uh, going into some other application for whatever reason, and you're, you're distracted. So you're listening to the meeting, but you're always also doing something else. Some people watch TV. I, I know some people have told me that they sit and they watch a sports <laughs> sports game games, athletics, while they're, they're on meetings, okay? Uh, we, we tend to be distracted. Maybe you're on your phone while you're also in the Zoom meeting. Well, the likelihood of you doing that in an in-person meeting is a lot less. Uh, there just t- is a tendency to, you know, not that you can't be on your phone when you're in a meeting. I mean, that, that, that is certainly the case, but um, it is less likely. It is less likely to happen. Now, Another reason why you want to be in an in-person meeting is that's where you meet sponsors. And for those of you that are new to the program, sponsorship is key, meaning being with someone and getting from that. And a sponsor is going to be a mentor of sorts that is going to walk you through the program and help you in the program and teach you about recovery. And that's what you want. Well, where do you meet sponsors? You meet them in person. Not that you can't meet them online. You can meet them online. But getting in and talking to people in person is just so much more effective than meeting them online. And that's what you want to do. Also, by being in person, you get to see other people in recovery, and not just sponsors, and not just the chair of the meeting, but other people in the meeting. You are there. You get to see them. You get to hear their stories. You get to talk to them after the meeting and share your experience, and you can hear their experiences, and that is vitally, vitally important. And I'm, I'm a real, real big proponent of being in person. Um, because another thing that is important is it's, it's more likely that you're going to be held accountable for your, for your actions. If you say something in a meeting that's of concern, the likelihood of somebody coming up to you afterwards and saying, Hey, look, I'd like to talk to you about something that you mentioned tonight. And, uh, let me just, uh, if you, if you don't mind, let me share with you my experience in that particular area. And maybe you can get redirected and, and, they can steer you away from danger zones that maybe you don't see. And that's part of the of recovery. That's part of being in meetings is having other people help you and hold you accountable for uh, what it is that you're doing. And um, you also, you can help build a routine that you can maintain and focus on. And that's something that, that in recovery that we learn is that you, you need to uh, – 
you know, in recovery, build a schedule, build that routine, build a commitment. Because when we're we're drinking and drugging and we're suffering from addiction, our life just becomes so out of control and unmanageable. We don't get up on time. Maybe you don't go to work at all. Maybe you're maybe not showing up to work on time. You're not getting meeting deadlines. You're really just kind of all over the place. And when we come into recovery, we want to be held accountable. We want to have a schedule. We want to have commitments because that's what we need in every other part of our life. You know, putting together that uh, or that or fixing that unmanageability that happened when our addiction took off. And meetings help us do that. And not only are you working to keep yourself accountable, but you can help keep others accountable as well. And finally, folks, we are just designed to be with one another. People were designed to be with other people. And I can't stress this enough. Addiction is isolation and recovery is community. And we have to get back to meeting with one another in person. And my big fear, and I've, I'm already seeing this in a lot of meetings that I go to, that there, it, it seems like there's a lot of people holding on to this notion that online meetings are better, they're more convenient. And I won't argue that they're more convenient. Are they better? No, I think that they serve a purpose for what we talked about earlier. But I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say that I think doing these things in person is the better way to do it. If you have an option between the two, I would go to an an in-person meeting. I absolutely would. But there are a lot of people that aren't doing so. Now, I know that there are people out there that do have legitimate, serious concerns about uh, COVID infection and infection from other diseases. I understand that. But you need to ask yourself, are you one of those people? And are you doing that, that fear that you have of going to the meeting? Is it applied to every other aspect of your life? And what I mean by that is, are you going into the workplace without questions? Are you going shopping? Are you going to the mall? Are you going to dinner? Are you going to the gym? Are you doing everything else normally, again, in your life, except for going to your 12-step meeting? Because I have to tell you, I know a lot of people that are in that category. They've just become accustomed to doing the in uh, the online meetings, rather, and it has gotten to the point where I just don't want to get dressed, and I don't want to drive down the street, or I don't want to drive 30 minutes to go to a meeting. I just don't want to do that. It's not convenient. Now, if you're new, I can tell you that that's a disadvantage for you because you're not learning the program the way that you could. You're not fellowshipping with people the way that you should. You are depriving yourself of learning about recovery the the best way and learning the important principles of recovery, and that is, is that we all get sober together. We all do this together in person. And for those that have been in the program for a long time, likewise, you are depriving the newcomer, the newcomer from seeing recovery in action seeing someone that has gotten well, teaching them the program, being that example, being the epitome of what recovery is, and you're depriving the new people of that. You know, if somebody has been in recovery for, you know, 10, 20, 30 years, and 40 years, I actually know people have been in recovery that long, 
the question is often asked is somebody need that has that much time behind them do they need to be going to meetings every day or several times a, a week not necessarily not for their own sobriety because chances are if they're working a program that's that dedicated then they uh, are, are not really at, at a high risk for relapse so why do people go to meetings then uh, after that many years you know why am i still going to meetings right now because i know that at that point it's not necessarily about me but i need to be there to help the new person to come along because after all when i came into the program there was somebody there that would help me along now i have to be and if you have that amount of time behind you you need to be that person that sets the example for the newcomer that came to the meeting setting the example the newcomer needs to see you at the meeting and we do that in person and so those are really just sort of my uh, that's my two cents on on online versus in-person meetings again given the option between the two i'm going to go with in-person meetings and that's just my opinion you may disagree with that and if you do please write to me and i'd love to hear about it and uh and if you want maybe even bring you onto this podcast and we can get your opinion on it but i'm i feel very strongly about the in-person meetings and i think that they're very very important and i hope that we get back to that soon more and more meetings are getting back to in person i know in fact in my area uh, i want to say the majority of the meetings have gone back to in person so that's a good thing because i think that that's the way that it needs to be again just my opinion and as you guys know uh that's all i'm doing on this 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 podcast is giving my opinion about these things but it is based on some experience and so folks you know with that i, I you know like i say i don't represent any group i know i talk about aa and here al anon and others but i don't represent them i'm just giving you my opinion about these organizations um so i, I don't represent anyone other than myself and my only purpose in giving this information is to share with you what i've done because it's helped me and maybe some of this will help you too so if i've said anything that doesn't apply to you or you don't agree with then just discard it but try to take any information that you can use for yourself and try to help others as well because that's what we do in recovery uh, we help others while we uh, help ourselves and we try to impart whatever knowledge we have uh, to them so with that visit my facebook page which is recovery is possible and my website which is van meter wellness solutions.com and once again we are sponsored by fhe health and according to samsa first responders are 30 percent more likely to develop Behavioral health conditions like PTSD and FHE Health specializes in getting first responders better and cleared for duty. So find out more at FHEHealth.com, FHEHealth.com. They have a lot of great information on their website that will help you or a loved one or someone that you know that needs to get into recovery. And they treat not only addiction issues, but like I say, PTSD separately from addiction issues, which is unique to them. I don't know of any other treatment facility in the United States that does that, but that's unique. But check out the website. They can tell you all about it. So with that, folks, uh, this is Mike Van Meter, Recovery uh, is Possible podcast. You know what? I really enjoy talking with you guys today. I hope and pray that this information is helpful for you and love to hear from you and hear your thoughts because I'd love to have a discussion with you. And we will be seeing you guys next time. You take care. Bye.